Reza Hashem, we're going to do Simon, Simon Lamed, Beis, Leiv, Sif, Alif, and there are 52 Seifim here, probably one of the largest, if not the largest, Simonim of Orachayim, maybe Shulchan Aruch, I don't know, but a very large Simon, and we'll be discussing here the halachas of Ksiva's Tefillin, of writing the Tefillin. I want to begin with a short, I'm going to share one section of the introduction from the Oiz Vahadeh, Mishnah Bruno. And then we're going to go back to the Shulchan Aruch inside. The Simen Shulofaneinu, in our Simen, Yuvar Dinei Tikkun Asiyas HaTfilin. We discuss how to make the Tfilin. So when the person learns this Simen, this is one of the Simanim, of course, the other parts of Hilchas Tfilin as well, I believe one will definitely, I believe one will come to appreciation of what the Seifer and the Batamachers, what they do in order to make your Tfilin. You're going to come to appreciation when you wear your Tfilin to value it more also to realize how much goes into preparing a kosher set of tefillin. In the first chilek of this simon, we're going to be discussing the parshias, the parshias of the tefillin that are in the batim, and the second chilek from simon lamed zayin, from simon lamed zayin and on until nun beis, we'll be discussing the tikkun habatim of making the batim. Now. There are those that ask a question, which is more important, the klaf or the batin? The klaf is so important. It's like like the like the sefer Torah, which was in the Arun Kodesh. It's hidden. It's exactly the letters of the parshias. Or are the batin they're they're visible? Which are more important? So I was once talking to a friend of mine, a cipher. Says to me, he doesn't understand the question. It's not a more important, less important. They're both as equally as important. You have to have cloth which is written properly in the ksav, and you have to have the batim which are proper. They're both equally important. So the first section discusses the ksav, the writing. The second section from Lamed Zayin on discusses the batim. There are four parashiyas in the tefillin. What are the four parashiyas? Kadesh, Shema, and Vayim Shemoya. These are the four parishes. Kadesh, Vayakiviacho, Shema, Vayim Shemoya. Shibachal Ahaz Mehem, Uzkar, Mitzvah Tfilin. Why these are the four parishes that are in the Tfilin? Because in each of these four parishes, it mentions the Mitzvah Tfilin. Not only that, it is extremely important that these parishes are written Kiseder in the order that they are written in the Torah. The parishes have to be written in the order that they are written in the Torah. Now, in regards to the parishes, there are three sections over there. Gimel Chalakim. One is the Tik and the Klaf. One is the preparation of the actual parchment itself. Tik and the Klaf. She'ein l'toiv al ha'ar. You can't just write on the, on the leather, on the, on the hide, the way it is. You have to prepare it. You have to prepare it, take off the top leather of the hair and cut it off and prepare it. And then to get to the actual cloth itself to write on it. Then there's another section of the dioy, the ink, 
the ink has to be prepared and used properly. L'shma, l'shem mitzvah's tefillin. And then we come to the batim, which we're not going to discuss now. I will just mention one point of the three sections, three main sections of the batim. That is, the bias is called the kitsitsa. Many times you have the box itself. The box of the tefillin that housed the cloth is referred to as the kitsitsa. Kuf tzadi yud tzadi hei. The ma'avarta is the back part that the ritsua goes through that holds your tefillin to your arm or to your head, respectively. That's the ma'avarta, from the word oiver, to go through. That's one way to remember that. Then you have the titura, which is the section around the titura in front of, like the little protrusion in front of the in front of the bias, in front of the box. That's the titura in the front. Okay? So now, with that little introduction, let's read the words of the Mechaber in Similam Beisif Aleph. The Mechaber tells us, just forgot to mention, this is Shir number 70, Bezaz Hashem. When the Chavit tells us, Mitzvah's Tfilin, Sheyichtoiv Ara Parashiyos, the Mitzvah's Tfilin, as the Gemara Menachas, Daflamadal tells us, is to write Dalit Parashiyos, Shehein Kadesh Li Kol Bechor, Ad Lumoy Ado, Miyomi Yomimo, that's Parashiyos number one. V'ayo Kiviyacho Ad Kibichizik Yod Hitziyad Mashem Mitzrayim, that's Parashiyos number two. Parshas Shema until Uvish Arecha. That's Parsha number three. Or Parshas Vayim Shemaya until Al Haaretz. That's Parsha number four. The Ramah says that Sarich Lekoswam Kaseder Hazeh. One has to write the Parshas in this order. Lichtayv Tchila Hakidemus V'Tayra. The first write the first one that comes first in the Tayra, then the second one, then the third one. And then the fourth one. Now this halacha that you have to read in order applies both for the shalyad and the shalreish as well. Vimshino, what happens if a person wrote it in incorrect order? He wrote the parashas out of order. It's possible. That alone will create an invalidating factor for the tefillin. Now, how are you and I going to know if they were written out of order? If there is something on the ksav, in the print, that you like, that you don't like, you could see it. When you buy tefillin, when you buy mezuzahs, you can take a look at the ksav that you want to buy, the parchment. How are you going to see if it was written out of order or not? And the answer is, you won't, you can't. That's why it's so extremely important to make sure you purchase your tefillin, your mezuzahs, from a cipher that you trust. Trust that he's an honest Yerushalayim, God-fearing Jew. You should write the Shalyad before the Shalroish. And there's going to be a discussion in Mishnah Rura what the reason for that is, or perhaps maybe really you should write the Shalroish before the Shalyad. Says the Mishnah Rura and Sifkadnalf on the same page. So we said we have four parashas in the, in the, in the Tillin. Kadosh likol b'chor, vayakiviyacha, and shema and vobisho and and vayim shemoya. 
In regards to Parsha Shema, the Mishwur says that Tzarech Lichtoif Dalid De Echod, the Dalid of the letter of the word Echod, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echod, that Dalid is, has to be Kol Kach Gedoilo, Tzarech De Echod Kol Kach Gedoilo, it should be a larger Dalid. Kamay Dalid Dalus and Ketanim. The Morgan of Ramah says like the size of four small, small Dalits. The Dalit of Echad of Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad, the last word of the pasuk, should be a larger Dalit. Kamay Dalid Dalus and Ketanim, like four small Dalits. That's what Shemeka. The Efsher could be says the Mishra Sheein Misharin Boisik Sab. It could be we don't evaluate according to the size. Of the Dalid and the other letters. Rakoshi Yeshbai Dalid Dalus and Ketanim Oid Saki. Says the Magen Avram, it's efficient. I'm not the Magen Avram, but rather this is the Prima Godim that it can be sufficient to make your Dalid just four sizes. In other words, if you take small, four small, small Dalids, that creates a larger Dalid. That's not to be the, the Dalit from the regular Ksav size font that you're using. Okay, that's the Magin of Ram, that's the, that's the Prima Godim. Tziv Kotten Beis, Mechamed told us, Ramah tells us, you have to write the, the parashias in the order that they're written in the Torah. Kol HaParashias, Bein Meha Shalyad, Bein Meha Shalroish. Whether it's from the Shalyad, or the weather, whether it's from the Shalroish, they have to be written, he says very clearly, What's the limit? What's the reason why that the parishes have to be written in the right order? Because when the Gemara says, and the Pasuk says, we learn out, and these things, we learn out, the way they are written, in the order they are written, that's how you, when you write tefillin, have to write the same way they are in the Torah. Even more so, you have to be careful for this reason. Then when you write each parasha, so first we just mentioned that the parashas of the four parashas had been in the correct order. One, two, three, four. You can't write one, three, and two. <coughs> now we're saying when you write the parasha itself, in the parasha that you're writing, parashas Kadesh, parashas Vayim Shemaya, you have to write that parish in order as well. You can't go, be going backwards. As Sefer Torah, you could go back out of order. No. Now, if not, could you imagine? Could you imagine if there's one soul in the Sefer Torah? Let's say there's a letter missing. When my, my oldest son was laying his parish, you, you, I believe you're both there, yeah. and, and he found a soul. They're missing a letter. Believe it or not. Apparently, it was also checked. They said with, uh, with the computer checking, they were missing a letter. If that, imagine there's, there's a letter, this is Parshish Mishpatim. If there's a letter missing, and you have to go back now, of course, because you already wrote f- further, <laughs> it'd be very difficult, very difficult, <laughs> right? Can't even say the words. But when it comes to Tefillin and Mezuzah, and Mezuzah as well, you cannot go out of order. It has to be Behav Yosin you. So right, along, right away, that right, gives us a tremendous appreciation for what a cipher does. If he realizes he missed the letter in the first line, now he's at the end of the column. That's it. Can't go back. Okay.
As we will see, Mitzvah Shem, more on this in Sif Chav Gimel, you will not be able to go back and fix it. Sif Katim Dalid, the Ramah told us, Bim Shina is possible, and you, if you wrote the parishes out of order, you have possible Tfilin, possible Tzav. Hainuah, Tfilin, Shinasim, Yoisin, and Parishes, that Tfilin that were written from those parishes. Avala Parishes, Atzman, Loi Nisalu. I'm sorry. Okay, so he says like this. If a person wrote these parishes out of order, we just said, it's possible. But what happens Let's say Ruvain's writing parishes and Shimon's writing parishes. And Ruvain wrote Kadesh, Parshas Kadesh, which is the Kadeshli Kobachor, which is the first parasha. He wrote that first. Shimon happens to be writing and he wrote a par- the parasha of the second parasha, Voyakir He wrote it after the parasha of Kadesh. You could take from different Ksavim, different cipherim, even the same cipher. Just as long as you know that the parasha, the second parasha, was written after the first parasha, or the third parasha was written after the second parasha. In other words, it doesn't have to be like from that person who's sitting down, or even that person who's sitting down. It doesn't have to be from that specific set of tefillin. You just have to make sure you know that the parashas you're putting in the tefillin were written one after the next. You can't combine. Now, what happens if you don't know? You're, you're faced with the situation. You ask the cipher, when did he finish this? Which one is written first? He says, I, I, I just didn't keep track. So now we turn to our general principle, Savik Daraisa. It's a Daraisa. Because the Pasuk says, Why you you. It has to be written in the correct order, it's Daraisa. So Savik Daraisa is a Chumra. We, we can't use it. Let's say when you wrote it, you wrote it in the correct order. You hear this now? You wrote Parsha Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalit, all four parishes in order. Baruch Hashem did great. Now you have another problem. You go back and you notice in the first parsha, there's a psul. There's something that invalidated something in the first parsha which we can discuss, what are those invalidating factors? All the, all the next three parishes are possible. Wow. Why is that? Because you can't write a new parish of Kaishi Kabuchar. Because if you write now Kaishi Kabuchar, you're going out of order. Yeah. Right? So now everything's possible. So before you go on to the next part, you have to make sure every section is correct. Right, right, right. Or else... You lose it all. Yeah. And this is the Raisa. Well, in Seer of Mepashis Achim, Gam Kain Hadin Kain, so Canal, so to regards to combining from different parishes, the same halacha that if you combine from different parishes and you find that what the, the previous one is possible, so then whatever follows that is also possible. So, just for example, let's say you see the third parasha. 
the parish of Shema is possible. So then, you have the same problem with the one afterwards as well. Siv Kotten Hay. Siv Kotten Hay. The tells us, or rather the Ramad tells us, the Ramah suggests that you should write the Shalyad first. So when the slaver sits down and he say, okay, you commission him, you ask him to write you a pair of tefillin. So he should start, according to the Ramah, with the Shalyad. Says the Mishnah Bruder. Because it says, it says by the tefillin Shalyad, it says uh, that the tefillin shalyat should be on your arm. And then it says, Totafos beyanecha. The Totafos means the tefillin shalyat should be between your eyes. Shatam lo ois al yodecha. Bind the first sign on your arm. Totafos beyanecha. So which pasta comes first? The arm comes first. So therefore it says the Ramah, write the tefillin shalyat first. V'yeshem lehepech. However, others say the other way around. Why? Because the Tfilin Shel Roish has more Kedusha than the Shel Yad. So therefore, you should treat that one which has more Kedusha with more respect by writing it first. So what is, what is, what's the Maskana? What should the Sefer do? So the Mishru says, according to the Mishru, the Mishru says, we follow the Ramah. We follow the Ramah that you should write the Shalyad first because that's the order of the Pasuk, even though Tzilon Shalyad is more Kaddish. What happens if a person did follow the other approach? So he says, Enkpeidah. It's not a problem. That's what the Mishra says over here. A quick question. What yes. Kasu B'Sever Kavonis. Now this is, this is a bit of the difficult side here. The Sefer Kavona says that Lichatchila, you should be writing the Tfilm Shel Roish and the Shalyad. Interesting how he brings here, he brings it down as the Roish first and then the Shalyad consecutively. Without any breaks. And you should not interrupt with any speech in between them. I'm a Shari Chuvas, and the dear Shunot they bring over here, Mimashmoz the Vorov Shish Lichtlev as a parasha shall yad, as parasha shall roish, but it's The basic wording of the Mishnah sounds like you should be writing the shall, the Tfilm shall yad and shall roish, or shall roish shall yad, consecutively, without any stopping. So then he said, at least don't stop any deeper. However, the Shari Chuvas have gotten Gibel, which the Mishnah brings down to take a look at. He says, Hetik is Makad Varm. From the Sefer Kavanis, Bezal Loshin, he writes it as follows: Lichtev Kol Dalat Parshas Shel Roish Oishel Yad Ritzufin. So he adds over here the Shari Tshuva, and that's what the Mishnah brings down. He says the Shel Roish or Shel Yad should be written Ritzufin, which means what Mavur should be in the Parshias Shel Yad or be in the Parshas Shel Roish Yochalasik. So what it sounds like he's saying is that between the Shel Yad and between the Shel Roish. You can be masik. But when you're writing the Shalyad or when you're writing the Shalroish, that you should not be masik. Now, he brings us down as as Lechatchila. So, you have to know, I'm saying, the tefillin that you're wearing or the tefillin that you're buying for someone, right? Does it have this this, this Chumrah of 
Ritzufim, that it was not, it was not, there was no interruption, at least when the whole entire Shalyad was written or when the whole entire Shalresh was written. Okay, so we're going to stop here. We're going to pick up next year with Sif, Sif Beis. And the truth is, um, I take that back. We're going to continue now with Sif Beis because Sif Beis is a very short and we'll pick up with Gimel, Gimel next year. Sif Beis, Mechaber says, Shalresh Yichtoiv Kol Achaz Beklaf Levado Vishalyad Koisim Kulo Beklaf Echot When it comes to the Shalresh, you write it each one, each parsha on its own section, its own klaf. And when it comes to the shell, the shell roish, or uh, rather shell yad, then you write it all in one klaf. Okay. Says the Mishnamrura in Sif Kotin Vov, the klaf echot. Minichsev, Vahailo ois al yodcha, and she means ois, a sign al yodcha on your arm. The mashma ois echot. It's mashma one sign. Kloimer bias echot. Meaning one house that is holding that one sign. That's why the claf of the shalyad is written all in one parchment. All of the, the, the writings of the parshas are in one claf. Kushem shu ois echot mi bachutz kach yesh leyois lechat chilo ois echot mi befnim. Just like it's one sign. On the outside, so too it should also be written with one sign on the inside. Should be on one cloth. So now someone asks you, what's what's the reason why the shalroish has four four seven klafim and the shalyad is one? So you know the answer because when it comes to the shalyad, it says ois. Ois is singular. That the the same way you have one sign showing on the outside that Hashem is Echad, Hashem is one, Hashem is running over the whole entire world. He took us out of Mitzrayim and is governing the world now as well. So too, in the inside, the Shalyad also should be one. I will be Shalroish, Yezd Boy Dalid Batim, Sarshia Parashias, Ksuvois, the Dalid Klofim. But the Shalroish has four compartments and therefore it has to be written on four separate pieces of parchment of cloth. Of course, there still is a question to ask, so why, why they're for batim, which we have to get to. The Choseh, Rakhle Chathilo, all of this is only Chathilo, as will be discussed later on in Sif, Mem, Zayim, Vedad, the Tfilin Shalyad, Sarech, Liyoyz, Gamkin, Kosov, Dafka, Bedalar, Mudim, Ko Parsha, Ba'omud, Acher. Now, even though we said that the Tfilin Shalyad are written on one cloth, but each parsha has to be written on its own column. In other words, you cannot continue with one paragraph and continue writing a different parsha from the same col- in the same column. So if you look at, as we had it on the screen earlier, Semach uh, put on the screen, if you look at the Dalit parshas on the Tefillin Shalyad, you'll notice that each column of the four columns has its own parsha respectively. Okay, we'll stop here and pick up Mitzvah Shem with Siv Gimel to start to discuss the dioy, the ink.